With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. That's right. And for Doug Gottlieb, Martin, and VJ, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free rodizer protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. VJ, we you. all saw the Thanksgiving games yesterday. Uh, none of them really them in contention. Huh? Kind of over as they started. But the one that was, uh, I don't want to say this, you could spot it out from a mile away. But the Cowboys this year have pretty much been the biggest bullies in the schoolyard in terms of if you are a weak, flounder, rudderless team and you walk into Dallas, guess what? Not only are they going to beat you, but the Ron Bland is probably going to have a pick six on you too. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened to the Washington Commanders. It was a holiday. People's families were watching. It's not right. It's not okay. But the Cowboys to accost someone that way. <laughs> I mean, Cowboys make quick work of the Commanders oh, yesterday, and uh, you know I'm on with Rob Parker yesterday, and not to do yesterday radio, but he comes on. He's like, they haven't played anybody. And my thing is, you know, I get the Cowboys' you know, strength of schedule would be low, but we're not in the BCS era. We're not, you know, all the the only thing that matters for your strength of schedule is the wins and the losses. Yeah. Oh, you know, if, as long as you got more on the left side than the right, you're in good shape. Through 12 weeks, Cowboys got eight, what, nine wins. It's weird to hear. That's that. hard to do. It's here to weird to hear that from Rob because he's the guy that if I if I just ask anybody who listens to Sports Talk Radio, if I just said, "Hey, sports is a short menu, wins and losses." Go. Who says it? They're going to go, "Oh, that's Rob Parker." So for him to say they haven't played anybody, I hate that argument because you play who's on the damn schedule. I guess there's the only, menu's longer in Dallas. There's a, yeah, it must be longer, <laughs> but here's the thing. There's only really four teams in the NFL that can legitimately probably win the Super Bowl this year. We all agree with that. Correct? Probably about four teams, right? Okay. So, they all just can't keep playing each other. Someone's got to play the Panthers. Guess what? The Panthers have 17 games. So, they're 
there are 17 teams that's got to play them. There's other bad teams in, in, in football right now. You play who's on the schedule. Now, when you tell me a team is so great and good, and then I looked and I see them get their ass kicked by the Jets, and I see and I lose, they lose to the Panthers. They lose to the teams that you'll criticize other teams for beating. So if this team's a fraud because they haven't played anybody or beaten anybody, then what's this team that you're picking to go to the conference championship or the Super Bowl who lost to said bad teams? It makes no sense. And we need to stop that dumb narrative in this business of they haven't beaten anybody. All these guys get paid paychecks. They're all in the NFL. Some teams are better than others. Some coaches are better than others. Everybody doesn't have Pat Mahomes or Jalen Hurts or Judd or, 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 or Burrow. Everybody doesn't have Tua. Everybody doesn't have Tyreek. You got to play with what you put out there on the field, man. So that whole argument, Dallas, if the question is coming, is Dallas fraud or fake or Detroit? Listen, Detroit to me is what Detroit is. You live there. You you guys, you and Rob are connected to that damn franchise in some way, shape, fashion. But I'm with you. It's what I've always seen from them. So why would I pick them all of a sudden to be this juggernaut? Right, Martin? Last sure. playoff win, 1991. Troy Aikman's first playoff career start. Barry Sanders goes bonkers. Who didn't Barry Sanders go bonkers on in the NFL in his career, right? But, I mean, it's Detroit. You got to do it first for me to believe. Dallas, on the other hand, who you and I have touched on, ever since the uh, San Francisco 49ers handed it to them, they are whooping serious ass all over the NFL. And here's the deal. You're supposed to beat your opponent like that. If I can, what did I just say during the break about this Dolphin game? All right, ten nothing. Let's put it on them, guys. Don't get out of here with a twenty to three win. You should win this game thirty eight to ten, forty one to thirteen. You should win this game by that. So go do it. Don't. Oh, we should have beat them even worse. Well, then why didn't you? So, but Dallas to me, man. Let me tell you something, guys. They would only have to go on one road game in the postseason, which is Philly. But I don't think anybody can that's win it, Dallas. That's if current I – mean, we're at week 12. If, we exactly. Got, you know, six we got more games to go. Play. Exactly. They could end up the number one seed. I don't think anybody can go in Dallas and beat them, bro. It, that's a different team at home. But I think it's off of they got humbled by the Niners, and now they've been and now, now they've been set straight. Same thing's happened with the Jags. You called it last week. You were like, hey, that Niners loss? Watch what they do to your Titans, VJ. That was such a stupid pick. We'll get to that Saturday, though. It was. That was such a dumb pick. But I'm not, I'm not a Will same, Levis same, guy. Same, thi- same thing, though, right? Same, same thing. San Francisco pretty much kind of makes you get your stuff together. I think Dallas is right there, bro. And I, and I don't even like Dallas, but just calling football. No, I, I'm with it, especially now that we've seen Brandon Cooks take a bigger role in the last three weeks. C.D. Lamb has been uh, C.D. Lamb has been threatening your top ten receiver take for a minute. He, I know, he's, I know, he's he ain't, but, he, but he's not weeks. there yet. But he's been threatening it. You're right. He's balled out the last four weeks, and I think when you see that offense and the way it's moving, especially now that the Rico Dowdle has kind of emerged as a second running back. Tony Pollard is a mozzarella stick, right? He's great in small doses, yep. right? You know what I'm saying? He's potato skins. Great in small doses. You don't want 10 of them. Exactly. That's the reason why you don't order it as the yeah. entree. That is what you get prior to the entree, right? You want you know, you get the mozzarella sticks, then you get the whole pizza, Four right? mozzarella sticks, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm you, good. Yeah. Look, this is, you, know, you get to order a six. By the fifth one, you're ready to give the other one to somebody else. Sure, you, the I, first I, five, this? bang. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's so. Now that you see a Rico Dowdle able to take some of the carries away from mm-hmm. a Tony Pollard, because there's the deal: you give that Dallas defense a lead, over, and you let those pass rushes pin their ears back, over. Goodness gracious, cancel Christmas.
And you got to throw to the and you got to throw against these corners. Uh, quick sidebar: I am in an IDP two IDP fantasy leagues. I have Bland starting as a corner of both my teams. Thirty seven point five points yesterday that he gave me on just on the way he played his what? fifth pick six also too NFL record for a single season past Eric Allen yesterday. What does IDP stand for? I know what it means. Individual what does it stand for? individual defensive player. Got you. Yep. Y'all don't know stress. Like the stress that my co-host had with about four minutes to go before the show started. <laughs> Y'all don't know it. I mean, I'm sitting there and go. And, 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 you know, radio people are weirdos. Okay, so just uh, that, take that with a grain of salt. Radio yep. people are weird, myself included. Yep. I know my things that are weird, like Rob Parker. We're we are a different we're breed. Different. It takes a special person, yeah. and I don't mean special like you know, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, top of the class yeah. to sit there and talk to basically somebody else for three and a half hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and with the idea that we're doing it for an audience. Yep. VJ's sitting there. You know, he's, he's, he's curled up. He's crunched up. He's got his Dolphins hat on tight low like Tyreek Hill's wife just had her hat on low covering his eyes. And he's talking to himself. And he goes, I got to get A-Chan out of my lineups. I got to get A-Chan out of my lineups. Mm-hmm. I got to get A-Chan out of my lineups. Who do I? And he's just repeating over and over. You know, You know what he's talking about? His fantasy football teams. 23 leagues, baby. That's a, 23 leagues. Sounds baby. And, like and, stress. And I got it done. I have A-Chain on like 12 teams. And with and, and when we sat down in here, it was 56. I had four minutes to get A-Chain out of the lineup. Of 12, and go to the free agent pool in three of those leagues and grab a quick running back and throw him in. But on four of those teams, I'm 9-2. and two. So at this point in the season at 9-2 and two in your fantasy league, you can't afford to have a guy that's not playing. You're going to lose position. I want the number one seed in as many leagues as possible. But I got it done. 12 no, leagues in four minutes, going, baby. Hey, you would have thought that he was hacking the mainframe off of that iPad. <laughs> all right? The way he was, I mean, writing a manifesto, the way he was hammering his keys. You could hear fingers clicking on the screen. Yes, I'm like, sir. whoa, man. Yes, sir. My boy looked like he doing high-level maneuvering. It is, man. Fantasy is deep, baby. Especially the IDP leagues. You got to get two linebackers, two defensive backs, uh, two uh, defensive linemen, and you get one flex defensive player that's a lie brother you gotta be on top of it baby so you know it is what it is shout out to monty bolaños monty i see your uh lob city squad in the uh in the fox league nice job i've been watching i was watching you earlier this year and uh like the first six or seven weeks your, your team was kicking out you have a really that lob squad. i was like who the hell is lob city and i went and i looked at everybody's that said you didn't know oh, who lob city I was i said that's monty's squad <laughs> okay Ma. i said okay miss blanios well you know i see you mamacita well, now i'm better just because i spent a lot of mo- i held on to my money and then i spent it okay i'm on ross st brown and travis etn yeah yeah so oh you I, so did you take out you got you must have brought travis after i got eliminated when i couldn't get out montgomery and cole Komet. The system wouldn't let me. I hit Dan. I said, hey, mm. I smell a scam, bro. The system. I smell, I smell a scam. Come on, dog. Y'all know I'm sharp. Why would I Why would I play a guy that's not playing? Okay, well, come on. you Let's... literally just said you didn't take Devon A-Chan out four minutes before when we've known he's not playing. Yeah. no. I, so you I was waiting, just waited too long. I was waiting for, I was yeah. waiting for the last second tell, word. I have Devon A-Chan in my leagues, and I have. I never put him in because it was not likely that he was going to play. Nah, I so was, you just wait. You seem to wait too lie, long. Yeah. I'm pretty sure during my anchor shift on Wednesday, it came yes. out that A-Chan was out. Because yeah. I know I was reporting he was questionable for like yeah. uh, Wednesday. I was uh, Thanksgiving shopping, wrapped up in Thanksgiving, my kids and stuff. Yeah, I, I, just, I just missed it. I just missed yeah. it. But I, but, I, but I got him out, though. So. You got him out. Yeah, I was yeah. disappointed, though. I got knocked out like that because I scored 91 points that night and lost by less than a point. 
and that's what knocked me out. But I had two wins, and I was in first place up until that point. So you also I was, were a near death experience. I, yeah, I had one. I had yeah. one of those too. Yeah, I one of, but those don't that. those don't matter when you yeah, got when you got more matter. wins than everybody. When you got two wins and nobody else has got two wins, but the wins don't matter. It's just stay alive. Uh, yeah, just yeah. stay alive. I can't wait for next year. I love Martin. <laughs> told me about the league. I would have missed it if he didn't text me the day you guys were doing the draft. I had no idea. I didn't check my email. That's one of my favorite leagues. Now I will do that league until I die. Poor Crandall. He like accidentally drafted Mike's league. I know. Like I saw. he was online on the computer and it was Mike's league yep. and he was drafting for Mike. Yeah, he was the first one got eliminated. He scored like fifty-seven points. Yeah. I walked in. I said, "Bro, what the hell?" He's like, hey, my, "My my my, I didn't get the, I didn't get to draft my team." Okay, I think I was like, "All right, yeah, whatever." Anyway, yeah. Well, the Cowboys did get to draft their team. Yes. And I'm, <laughs> I think right now you're looking at a team and that Philly game. Mm. I know they lost, and I'm not trying to downplay that. But when you look at Philly over the last few weeks, they should have lost to Kansas City. Marquez Valdez Scanlon catches that ball. Patrick Mahomes plays a little bit better. But to me, I was unimpressed with the Philadelphia offense against Kansas City. I know Kansas City has a good defense. I was going to say, you don't get the credit to the how great Kansas City defense has been playing? I get that, but when you're talking about a guy like Jalen Hurts, who we look at as, a, not a perennial, but last two seasons, the yeah. MVP candidate, yeah, absolutely. you're expected to be able to, you know, a good offense beats good defense. It's the way the league is set up, you know? Mm. So I wasn't impressed with Hurts and, the, or really, I should say Philly's offense. And I think if it didn't have the brotherly shove, then you have the real question about their efficiency, right? Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. They are very efficient at that play. Yeah. But you look at a king like the Chiefs who refused to do the quarterback sneak and how, again, their second-half offensive troubles, it all goes down to third and two, third and one. They can't get pushes. They can't move the ball. They can't sustain drives. Sirianna said it's first and nine for us. It's not first and ten because we know we have – the, church, the, the the number is like what's fifty seven of sixty two or sixty three like the it, I I don't mind it I know a lot of people hate it but most people just hate it because only one team is really good at it so people want to you know point it out hey in the off season get your stuff together get you some players that can that can execute this then maybe you can do it too but I I was impressed by Philly because they could have easily lost that game as you said. But they didn't. Sure. They didn't. They hung in there. They made the plays. Hey, give Philly's defense some credit, too. Valdez, Scantling, bruh, I don't understand why you can't keep your feet. I that Remember, he turned the wrong way on the on the, uh, on the the post corner earlier in the game and felt like, keep your damn feet, bruh. What are you doing? How, why are you even falling down? If you just run through that, it drops right in the bed basket. I don't know if they win because it's still a minute, some change left on the clock. But you you go up and it could be a game save, a game winning, uh, touchdown catch. But I I was impressed with Philly because on the road, defending world champions, hostile environment, calls not going your way, and it's still Pat Mahomes. He's magical. He does things that nobody else does. And for Riddick and those other defensive players who were missing guys too, they had guys out in the secondary. For them to show up and play like that and get out of there with the dub, Jalen Hurst said at the postgame, we don't care about how it looks. We got the dub. We're moving on. You can't be elite if you ain't on your feet. Remember that, all you young football players. <laughs> That's a good one. Martin and VJ for Doug Gottlieb. Coming up next, we'll talk about that Detroit Lions team. I thought they had a good shot at the one seed. See what VJ thinks, and we'll see how I feel after that Thanksgiving uh, loss to the Green Bay Packers. But we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home or, and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Martin and VJ in for Doug Gottlieb.
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Martin and VJ in for Doug Gottlieb, and we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. You can get us with your two cents on Twitter. I'm at Martin Weiss, VJ at Big Vanilla Funny, and of course at Fox Sports Radio. We will get to your tweets throughout the show. In about eight minutes, we'll have Mark Gunnels, Arrowhead Pride contributor, big Chiefs guy, and of course a Lakers betting expert. So we'll get that guy in there on the NBA and the NFL at the bottom of the hour. But did you know? Discover wants everyone to feel special, and that's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you've never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations do apply. VJ. Yes, sir. One of the teams that uh, in the NFC, atop the NFC, you said the AFC earlier today is the power conference. And I think one of the things about the NFC that makes people say that about the AFC is we have a lot of new guys up at the top, one of them being the Detroit Lions, Mm -hmm. a team that, you know, let's be honest, the last time the Lions started out 8-2, and it was pre-segregation. 1961. You know what I'm saying? It was... It was <laughs> 1961. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's how... I mean, you were talking about black and white pictures. Yeah. You know, gas was 15 cents a gallon. If that. You know, it was like... you. People were still driving, like, Bel Airs. They had milkmen back then. They'd bring right. the milk yeah, to your house. Right, milkmen. Yeah, and leave the milk by your door in the front porch. That's how long it has been since the Lions have been in the position that they are now. But over the last three weeks, I think you've seen something pretty concerning about the Lions in SoFi against the Chargers uh, and most recently against the Packers. Their defense is uh, not what you would consider championship caliber. And as a result, if Jared Goff is not playing excellent, they they can't pick they can't carry uh they can't they can't make up the difference, yeah they can't make up the difference. So I, I ask you, because you look at the you look at the NFC right now, off the top of my head, quarterbacks that have made a Super Bowl, you have Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. Jared Goff, and that's the list. Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford. There you go. Yep. But that, that that's the that that's it. That's the list. Yeah, that's the list. But, you know, the Rams are in Stafford's obviously missed time, and he doesn't seem to be like the player he was two or three years ago due to some of the injuries. But that's what I'm talking about, like golf, Stafford, and Jalen Hurts. They're you the, you're right. Those are, those are the only NFC quarterbacks currently. Yeah, currently yeah, currently, currently active, currently yep. playing, currently going. But, like, people pencil in Brock Purdy and the 49ers into the Super Bowl. And I know people part because of the defense, but they're accepting that Brock Purdy will be able to get the job done. Where are you at with this Lions team? Uh, man, it's, I think the popular thing to say is, oh, the Lions, they are who, you know, they're the Lions. They're going to be the Lions. But at the end of the day, whether it's popular, it's still right. The I'm not I'm not out on them. I thought maybe the wrong defensive coordinator got fired yesterday because I warned you guys on Martin and VJ two, three weeks ago, beware of this defense. I know it looked good and was looking better early in the year. But over the last three weeks to about a month, teams are ringing up points on this defense. Jordan Love, who most people think is is a backup, they don't think he's they don't think he's the guy. I think what two sixty eight yesterday, three touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles, no turnovers. He's he's hit look like Christian Christian Watson is starting to his body's starting to catch back up to where he was last year because he started hurt this year. Sometimes it takes a guy a little bit to get back, but I mean, come on, this defense was supposed to be hey Aiden Hutch, Big Hutch, my dog, you're my man. I I, I got a prop bet on you, bro. You're gonna you losing me money when you start costing me money. You you're, you're we're Michigan and all, but dog, like come on, I need you to actually. 
caused some trouble. I didn't hear his name called yesterday, Martin. Like that's it. I don't. I don't remember and hearing Aiden Hutchinson's name the, outside of the uh, called Chicago yesterday. Sack strip sack to close out the game. He was pretty silent in that game as well. Yeah, it's it's just. Yeah. They're the Lions. They're going to be who they're going to be, in my opinion. They're going to be who they're going to be. And uh, Jared Goff, I, I think the the number that I look I, that I've compiled five turnovers in the last eight quarters. You can't turn the ball over like that. And you got to feel some of these fumbles yesterday. Some of the times that he was hit. You got to feel that when you break the pocket as a quarterback and you start to scramble, you got to know them big hog mollies behind you are coming. They didn't stop pursuing you. They're coming. You got to protect the ball. You got to do a much better job at that. He wasn't doing that um, yesterday. And, and in my opinion, it cost him the game. Everybody else, I thought, played pretty well. Laporta got in the end zone early. Montgomery's running well. Jameer Gibbs was playing good. The offensive line are moving people, as Martin likes to say, grown men moving other grown men against their will. Against and their will. They, they, they Would they have, oh, I want to say, 400-something yards of offense? They were moving the football, guys. I, it's just golf at the quarterback position. You can't turn the ball over. They have four turnovers. Jimmy Johnson said it yesterday. That was his his thing was, hey, if they turn the ball over, they're going to lose this game to the Packers. He was the only one on the, on the set who picked the Packers to win that game because he thought that the turnovers were a problem, and they are a problem. And Detroit, to me, I don't care what their record is right now. It's just like I say when we talk baseball in the Kansas City in the Kansas City Royals. They won that one Super uh, World Series. But you're not going to get me to pick them again. I got to see you do it a little more than once in my 46 years of being on this rock That, that for me to think you're going to do it. I've never seen the Lions win anything, Martin, except for one playoff game in my life, bro. So why would I think they're going to be any different this year? Their division's bad. The NFC's not go. so great. So there And once go. again, I'm not going to say, oh, they ain't beating. No, they're winning the games they're supposed to. But the division, their division's not that good. There's no Aaron Rodgers. There's no Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson is out. And the Bears are dumpster fire. So you should, the real talk, you should be 8-3 and three right now if you're the Lions that has all their pieces and rebuild and building off of starting 0-7 and, and going on a run last year. I think uh, since their 0-7 uh, record, I think they're 15-5, and five, I want to say, or 15-4, and, 15-5. And Sounds right. Yeah. So, yeah, you got something. Dude, you should be 8-3 and three right now. But do I think they're going to beat him? Martin, they'll lose a home playoff game this year. You know what? We're going to pick this up in just a moment because I looked, made the mistake of looking down at the rundown, and I look up, and the score is wildly different yes. in this Black Friday game between the Dolphins and the Jets. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Now let's go ahead and get my guy in here, Mark Gunnels, Arrowhead Pride contributor. That is a Chiefs uh, Sports Nation blog, I believe. Lakers Nation betting expert. So maybe we get some picks out of him as well. Wow. Did not see Javon Holland put Tim Boyle on the ground like that on that interception yeah. return until yeah. just now. That was embarrassing. Mark is on Twitter slash X at Mark A. Gunnels. Mark, how are you doing on this Black Friday? I'm doing well, man. Uh, still feel pretty stuffed from yesterday, but just warmed up some leftovers. I think I'm doing it pretty right. All right. Well, you're doing it pretty right. But the Kansas City Chiefs, your favorite team, which anybody who follows them on Twitter, Mark, Mark was initially suspected to be Chiefs-aholic, the guy who dressed up as a wolf and was robbing banks. Later cleared of the allegations, so that's good for him. <laughs> but your favorite team has not been doing it right in the second half of games. Mark, they don't score. And uh, in football, you need points to win. Where's your level of concern right now with this uh, Chiefs and offense? Uh, I mean, if you want to put it on a grading scale from 1 to 10, I'll probably say I'm at a, a 5. Um, you know, I mean, I think I'll be disingenuous if I said this receiving room 
doesn't concern me a little bit. But then I also think about last year, and this is the same room minus Juju Smith-Schuster, who I was told it was not a difference maker. So now, like, oh, Juju is the missing piece all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. I'm not willing to succumb to that way of thinking. But I I just think it's a real simple solution, and that's, you know, go to the jug machine and actually catch the football. That's what you get paid to do as a professional wide receiver. It's not like guys aren't getting open at times. We saw that in the Philadelphia game Monday night. And that, that's a bad secondary, too, by the way. So I did think heading to that game, you'll got to take advantage of that secondary as long as Mahomes can stay upright. And he did. He only got sacked one time. And I believe that was on the first play of the game, or at least one of the, the first drive for sure. So, yeah, at the end of the day, I, I still think the team will be there at the end. We're talking about the AFC Championship game. They still have the inside track for the one seed. I know Baltimore currently has it technically, but that's only because they, have a, they have, haven't had their bye week yet. And the Chiefs have the tiebreaker as of right now and have a much easier remaining schedule. Mark Gunnels, VJ Vernon Husky, the Big Vanilla Funny here, man. Great talking to you for the first time. How you doing, brother? Happy Thanksgiving to you. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm doing well. How about you, man? I'm doing outstanding. Thank you for asking, brother. Okay, let's stick with the, the Chiefs. And I'm not even going to make a joke about this. I mean this in wholeheartedly and serious. Travis Kelsey, I said when all this stuff happened with you-know-who, that in pro sports, I don't care what nobody tries to tell me, Focus is important in the sport of football. You can do all this stuff in the offseason you want to do, but when you're playing, you are supposed to be locked in 100%. And I'm a big energy guy, and I'm a big looking at guy, eyes guy. You look in his eyes and you see his energy, it just something's up. He's either distracted or all this dating stuff has gotten in the way. He's dropping balls. He just does not drop. And when you just look in his face, he looks like he's not locked in. Talk to me about some things that may be going on. Is this a concern? And, and Am I hating on Taylor Swift? I mean, whatever the case is, the guy's just not producing at his at his level and where he should be right now. Yeah, I think it has to do more about the nagging injuries he's been dealing with. Uh, you know, he missed the first game of the season, obviously, with the knee issue. Um, if the guy is 34 years old. He has a lot of wear and tear on his body. I, I'm not concerned about the Taylor Swift thing at all. I mean, we see plenty of guys in the NFL have a high caliber or profile relationship mm-hmm. and still uh, succeed at this level. So I'm not worried about that. And with all that being said, the guy is still on pace for over 100 catches, over 1,000 yards with about 10 touchdowns. So. I mean, I think the standard he said is so high to where if there's anything below that, we kind of question it. Mm. It's kind of like the LeBron thing in a sense, right? He's still not the same player he used to be, but he's still a top 10, top five player in the world. And Travis Kelsey is still the best tight end at football. I mean, you can't name anybody better than him right now, despite his struggles to his standards. Now, uh, Josh McDaniels obviously struggled to hit the standards in uh but in Las Vegas, now replaced with former Long Beach Poly Jackrabbit Antonio Pierce, also of the New York Giants. Uh, undefeated against the spread so far in his coaching career, 2-1, and one, I believe, uh, straight up, Antonio Pierce. The Raiders, historically, have not given the Chiefs problems through the Mahomes era. This, I think he's undefeated against the Raiders thus far. Is that correct? We- Oh, no, no, no. They, they, they definitely beat him. Remember the, when they rolled the bus around Arrowhead? Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they, they, yes, they, they went and put it on him. They beat him by like three touchdowns. Absolutely. Uh, forgot. Yeah. How could I forget? John Gruden riding the bus around yeah. Arrowhead, doing his laps. But do you see Antonio Pierce and uh, the Raiders out there lighting cigars again in the locker room? I think you're out there right now, no? Yeah, I'm currently in Vegas as we speak, yeah. Um, but no, I don't. 
I think they're catching the Chiefs at a bad time. Uh, this has been highly talked about all week about the receivers and the offense in the second half. And I, I just think this is a bad spot. Now, the Raiders did compete last week, which was a, a, a passing grade for me. I know there's no moral victories in professional sports, but I do think there is times when you can take something from a loss, right? Because those first two games were against both the New York teams. We know the Giants think, and we see it. we're watching the Jets right now, and we know the Jets are not good as well. And they were both at home. So, yeah, it was great to win both of those games, but you want to see how they can measure up against a team that's considered to be in the upper echelon of the league. And I thought they played pretty well. I mean, their quarterback obviously had some turnovers, O'Connell in that game, but they still only lost by a touchdown. So I think that was a, a, a good uh, passing grade in my estimation. But now you're playing the Chiefs, the defenders through both champs, coming off a loss. I, I just the, the spread kind of tells you what, what Vegas and the people think this game is going to end up being like. And I think the Chiefs kind of roll in this one to ride the ship. We got Mark Gunnels on, Arrowhead Pride contributor and also Lakers Nation betting expert. And the fact that he just said LeBron James is still a top five player in the league, I definitely got to go over here. Talk to me about this Laker team, man. They won some games, been on the road. They went up nine and six and looks like they were kind of writing the ship a little bit here. Is this a Laker team that we can look at maybe probably repeating, get into the Western Conference Finals? We see what's happening with Golden State. We see what's happening with Phoenix. This, just these records, I mean, sports, right? We all think one of my favorite sayings, Mark, is we all think we know so so much until the games happen and we find out we don't know a damn thing and we thought the west was going to be just this tough you know this this gauntlet and you know we're kind of seeing the nuggets and uh it's like the nuggets okay and who else in the west you go to the east it's the celtics and sixers and kind of who else talk to me about the lakers though man what, what, what do you see for them this year what are you what are you betting on what's a good bet people should take uh i know it's not lebron's top five top 10 yeah top five no but what you got for me on the lakers talking to better expert side brother yeah, I mean, I think it's a good stab at taking the Lakers. I'm not sure what the odds are right now, but I'm sure they're still pretty good. The Lakers to win the championship, like, or even just to come out the West, I, I think those are good value plays because considering what you saw last year, they, they got that team together at the trade deadline, right, with all the acquisitions and stuff like that. You went to the conference finals, you lost to the Nuggets. Yeah, you got swept, but if you look at the context of each game, every game was, was competitive heading to the fourth quarter. So it's not like you were too far off. And and I think they got better. I really, truly believe that. I think moving Austin Reese to the bench was actually a good move. I know Martin's probably like laughing right now that I just said that, but because we have this back and forth thing with Austin Reese. But if you look at it from a schematic standpoint, I think it makes sense because now when LeBron or AD has come out the game, you have Austin Reese, who I still believe is your third best player and one of your top playmakers, come off the bench, and he can really man that second unit as far as either playmaking for himself or for others. So I think that's a natural fit when you're talking about that. And then you add a size I think was really good. Christian Wood plays really good with AD. You got Jackson Hayes over there. That can be another body. You can add some more depth. So I just think when this team fully gets healthy, you're still missing Gabe Vincent, who you brought from Miami. I thought it was a pretty good pickup, a scoring punch off the bench. And then, obviously, Jared Vanderbilt, who I think is their best perimeter defender when he comes back. I mean, this is a very deep team. 
It, it really, truly is. So I, I think they're built for playoff basketball uh, inside and out. But I think the only question would be their consistent outside shooting, which I think is still a question mark. Can they make enough perimeter jump shots to stay in these games and beat these higher-level offenses when you're talking about you know, the Phoenixes of the world, Denver? And we'll be remiss if we didn't mention the top two teams in the West right now, which I don't think people have in their bingo card. Anthony Edwards, baby! The Timberwolves, eleven and three, and then yeah. OKC, who I was really high on before the year. I love SGA. I love Chet. There, uh, he, he brings rim protection instantly. You know, they got, they got some nice young pieces there in OKC. So I think the Baby Thunder are back as well. No, I'm a. I was. Uh, I've been on the Minnesota Timberwolves, and mainly because of Anthony Edwards. I I figured that he would have the FIBA World Cup bounce that a lot of people were expecting Austin Reeves to have. Uh, but Mark Gunnels, thank you for joining us again. That's Mark Gunnels, Arrowhead Pride contributor, Lakers Nation betting expert, and my co-host on the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. You can find that wherever podcasts are sold. Mark, thanks for joining us, buddy. Hey, thanks for having Appreciate me. Appreciate you, Mark. Have a, God bless, brother. Coming up next, Martin I mean, BJ in for Doug Gottlieb. We'll talk about this team kind of had a little shine taken off of them in the NFC race. Are they back to the top? Martin and VJ and for Doug Gottlieb, Fox Sports Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Boyle back to throw, looking four-man rush. They're chasing him down, gets it off toward the end zone, and it is picked off. Oh, this is going to get interesting here. And it's Holland at the 20, he might 25, run this back, 30. He? He's cutting back inside, 40 of, my, of New York, the 25, 20, oh, to the right, 10, 5, touchdown! He takes it all the way back, what a play! It sure did get interesting. Shout out to Fox Sports 940. That's Dolphins Radio Network with the progressive play of the day. That's brought to you by Progressive Assurance. Progressive making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both of them. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. This is Martin and BJ in for Doug Gottlieb coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios on this Black Friday. You can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Martin Weiss. VJ's at Big Vanilla Funny and, of course, at Fox Sports Radio. BJ, so yes, we were talking about this, and I, you know, we were talking about the NFC and how the Lions are an unusual suspect mm-hmm. atop of the standings. Well, we're used to seeing the 49ers up there. After what you saw on Thanksgiving, where they dismantled the Seahawks and put a, oh, I mean, just a historic type of whooping on the Jaguars in the week prior, do you think this team is the best team in the NFC? No. I still think it's the Philadelphia Eagles. I still think the Philadelphia Eagles have the, have the best team because I think they can go toe-to-toe and they can match with the um, with the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco was good, but Purdy to me, like the pick he threw, the pick six off of, off. I know it was tipped, but it's high, it's behind. You and I both made comments that this guy loves to put the ball in dangerous uh, precarious positions for some reason when he's just got weapons to just lay it into, but he still will make certain mistakes and turn the ball over. Now, Seattle, I'm not sure what's going on there. Of course, you're missing some guys, especially Kenneth Walker, who didn't suit up last night, who was a scratch. But I still think the Philadelphia Eagles, because of Jalen Hurts, because of their defense, and I understand Chase Young has added a little zest back to the pass rush for the 49ers. I think it's, what, eight or nine sacks, if if that's the numbers correct. I could be higher than that. Since he signed there, looks like he's been rejuvenated, playing across from his former college teammate in uh, Bosa, but I still give it to the Philadelphia Eagles, man. They're the number one seed. They've only got one loss this year, and that was <laughs> surprisingly to these bum-ass Jets we're watching, whose first six possessions have been punt, 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 interception. And that team beat the Eagles. So, you know, go figure, right? But I still think the Eagles are the best team. And I think the Eagles are the best team in football, not just the NFC. I, I, to me, they would be my number one team in the league right now. Speaking of uh, the Jets offense, Christian Wilkins right there just ate Tim Boyle for Thanksgiving dinner as he dropped back. He can't be having fun right now. Tim no, I, of course. They, look at his face. Does he look like he's having fun? No. You know who he looks like? He looks like Rob Siler week one, that meme now that's going viral yeah. a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, but would you have fun playing quarterback and you turn? Look, you go to do a play fake and you turn – and here comes the guy who wants a big contract from his team, right? Didn't get it this year. Probably going to get it this offseason. Also, too, quick sidebar, Christian Wilkins. A lot of people just talking trash first three, four weeks in the year. Oh, he's that was good. They didn't pay him. Look, he's he's invisible on tape. They're learning a new system, guys. Once things got guys got healthy and got back, the system is now starting to open up. Guys starting to understand and know where they need to be and how they need to play. 94 jumps off the tape again over the last six weeks. He's got two sacks again today. Yeah, well, going back to the 49ers, I think, yes. you know, some of those, it's interesting, right? You had Detroit, who was atop the NFC, yep. who didn't make any significant moves at the trade deadline on the defensive line. And then you have the 49ers, who, if you are a pass rusher, San Francisco has a home for you. Yep. 
It's it's uh, San Francisco and Philly. Those are the two places. Like if Those you like the, front seven guys, if you like to rush the passer. We can find some business. We can find you some work. Yep. Secretly, the New York <laughs> Jets are one of those teams as well. But it's just an interesting interesting decision making strategy. I think you saw where last week it really kind of killed the Lions. Lions could have got Montez Sweat. They could have got uh, a Chase Young. That was Randy Gregory. All I'm these, about to say Gregory too. Yeah, these guys another were available. Name, yeah. Who's uh, uh, isn't there another Frank linebacker? Clark. Yeah, right. Not only Flane Clark isn't isn't um. The linebacker that just got released and cleared through waivers from the Colts. He's out there, too. Shaquille yeah, Leonard. Yeah, yeah, Leonard. Yeah, Shaquille Leonard. He's out there, too. He, there's there's a guy to go sign right there, guys. Like, there's people out there to be signed. It's just whether you feel like we have what we need and we have enough to get through the division and win the uh, the old Norse, as Chris Berman likes to call it, the old black and blue division of the NFC North. And, I mean, if that's what they think, man, then fine. But I'm all about adding to your team. I'm never a guy that thinks you got enough. There's no problem with me adding another trade guy or another other guy that got released and cleared through waivers, yes. Like you said, we we got some we got some snaps for you. We got some downs for you. You're not going to play like you know 80 percent of the downs, but we got some downs for you. Which teams need this time of year, Martin? You need somebody to come in and spell you know two three plays in a row. Your stars, your studs that's been there all year that could be dinged up a little bit. Works, man. But Detroit feels like. Hey, this defense is bad, man. Aaron, they need to be looking at Aaron Glenn. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that move made. This is the second year in a row the Lions defense has been kind of leaky, to put it nicely. But this year the offense has been, I mean, one of the better ones in the league. But they are a team very much like uh, the Minnesota Vikings of last year before them. We have to see them win a playoff game. We'll have to see them win a playoff game to make them feel to feel good about it. I just think that they should. If you just watch the rest of the NFC, they they should win the division. If, if I if they lose to any of these wild card teams, potentially coming up like freaking, you know, Seattle or you know Minnesota, they have or, Minnesota twice in the last three weeks. I'm still holding out on Minnesota winning this division. They should have beat Denver, and it would have been much more interesting at that point. I saw too much of Josh Dobbs in Arizona to think he magically is somebody else in a Minnesota Vikings jersey, but Covino and Rich up next, but it'll be us still. Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wise and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.